0: J.M. and the A.M., today's a great day here at J.M. and the A.M. I've always wanted to welcome Rabbi Dr. Aaron Rakefed Rothkoff into our studio, and today I finally have the opportunity. Rabbi Rabbi, Rabbi Rakefed Rothkoff is going to be the guest speaker on the occasion of the reissuing of his two published volumes, one entitled Bernard Revel, Builder of American Orthodoxy, the other entitled The Silver Era. Rabbi Eliezer Silver and his generation, the event happens this coming Sunday at 11.30 a.m. in Belfer Hall on the 12th floor up at Yeshiva University's Washington Heights campus. Go to yu.edu slash revel-event, yu.edu slash revel-event, or dial 212-960-5400, extension 6168. Rabbi Rakefet, an honor to welcome you to JM in the AM.
1: Thank you very much. It's uh, first of all we go back a long way. You, your father was my mentor in the rabbinate. You know that uh, not, not that any, not that any of my students believe me today. But in, 19, <laughs> in 1962, uh, I was appointed to the uh, Reitz faculty, appointed a Rosh Hashiva by Rav Shmuel Belkin Zeichat uh, Tzadik Lavracha. But he made a condition with me. I quote him word by word. I need people who have a personality for the rabbinate. I don't want you to leave the rabbinate. And he picked up a phone to the community service division and said, I believe it was to Mr. Vic Geller and Rabbi Yumi Wolfish, find a position for this young Rabbi Rotkoff within commuting distance of the Yeshiva. At that time, a balabas that your father had greatly influenced decided to build an orthodox shul, the first Mechitza. No one believes me there, but these are the facts. You can verify it. Oh, I know the story. First <laughs> shul with the Mechitza suburban Essex County, Maplewood, South Orange, right at the corner. Right. And And... Uh, I was Beth a,
0: Ephraim. Beth
1: Ephraim. Named, I spent
0: many a day there.
1: Named after his father, who was a sheikhet. Ah. And uh, he broke his father's heart. He wasn't from... And now he became a real Balchev. It was Dr. Morris Weinstein, Zichrona Levracha. And uh, he, whenever I see the odd couple... And I see Oscar in the way Oscar dresses with that hat, that jacket. It reminds me of Doctor Weinstein. I think I see Doctor Weinstein walking along.
0: I hear Doctor Weinstein laning every Monday and Thursday. Uh, so you
1: know, <laughs> uh, kolakavoldlo. Uh, uh, he was amazing. I, and I, I, I was the first. I was there, you know. And I went in ali off from there. The truth was, I. It made me into a mensch. It it, it fine tuned me. That stell it was. So my... so do
0: we. So what role did my father have in actually founding the shul?
1: Well, he, he was the one who advised Rabbi uh, Dr. Weinstein to, and, get it and, open. And, uh, to get it open, what to do. And, and uh, we were very close. I need not tell you, we were a handful of Orthodox right.
0: Jews. And uh, today, by the way, I don't know if you're aware of yeah, this. Yeah, sure. Beth R- is... Rabbi
1: Bogomilsky right. took over. What are you talking? I went back at the end of, uh, I think it was 50 years since I left. Not that anyone then would know my name today. <laughs> but uh, Malcolm and I went back. And, and the church, that used to be our, our symbol to turn into the landmark. The landmark. And I used to tell Malka, please don't use the church as a landmark. It's (laughs) a big Shiloh. There's so much written, on this. And today we come back, the church is the shul, right. we, we couldn't believe it. And the shul is some sort of dormitory, it must have a little yeshiva there, leave it to Chabad. And they put up an Arab. I couldn't believe well, it.
0: Well, and, and also Maplewood started flourishing in general because of the train and all that. Well, so that you know.
1: but, you know, Kalakavot to right. Chabad, that's 100%. all I can say. Yeah,
0: incredible work. And um, I had the pleasure of davening for many years as a single man at Rabbi Bogomolsky's father's rule in Ivy Hill,
1: New Jersey. Shul Pesach. Right, correct. And that, in my seventh book, uh, I, I tell, uh, let, let me tell you the story. Yeah, he, go ahead. <laughs> He taught me, he taught me what Hasidus is all about. We were very close. I think, you know, in my in my life as a rebbe and as a, a, a pope and rabbi, uh, basically, uh, you always try to get along with everyone. Right. And uh, Shmuel Pesach and I, coming from different worlds, we became very close. So one time, we used to run joint education together, adult education. So one time, Shah's morning, I had to rush over to speak with him a, to know what to announce and shul. I come into his house, at 8 o'clock in the morning, as it's day Debenund, and his wife bringing him cheesecake and blueberry pie and coffee. And I say to him, Shmuel Pesach, how do you eat before davening? And he looks me right in the eye and he says, Aaron, let me tell you the difference between you, between us. You daven to eat. I eat to die. Oh Givald. So there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> it's all the attitude. Uh, huh? Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Rabbi Rakhet is here. Now I mentioned that today is my grandfather's fortieth yard side. You must have known him.
1: Your grandfather was a big Talmud Khachim. You come from an old old Yudushalmi family, Dorot, well known the Sagal family, well known Levium, Levium Segel. Um, I met many members of your family over the generations that we have lived in Israel. And uh, although you're doing good work here, I have one question for you. Oh, boy. What, what are you doing here in Jersey City and Teaneck? Uh, you, you know where the action is at.
0: It's very close to the airport. Does that help? <laughs> well,
1: at least, I, let's put it this way, poverty of family is there already. Yeah, so, uh, that, That's what counts. That's what counts.
0: And we hope to get there, uh, especially as we get closer to El Matzimut and feel even more and more guilty. Uh, Rabbi Raikeff, uh, you know, it's funny that uh, of, of all the personalities in the history of American Jewry, Rabbi Eliezer Silver was one of the first that you explored in such an in-depth in level?
1: Yeah, no, that's out of my seven books. That's probably my most famous. It's been quoted. It's, I, I don't want to p- praise my work. Yalalu ha Although the Rav used to say, with his sense of humor, if there are no others praising you, then <laughs> you should do it. But I, uh, I do write in my seventh book, which I consider my best, as far as the message from Washington Avenue to Washington which Street. Which a lot of
0: people in this audience
1: enjoy. Uh, Baruch Hashem, the reviews have been fantabulous amazing. And, uh, but I'm, I'm happy to hear they know about it in America because oh, yeah. uh, in Israel it was launched we had an unbelievable right. book launch at the Great Synagogue where I, it was a moment in time uh, to, uh, Dr. Tova Soloveitchik-Lichtenstein spoke right. Yosef Hatsadikman the Lovitch spoke spoke Avdecha Nehman, I finished out the evening but it was a moment in time but in, in the book I quote a scholarly journal scholarly journal in a Qu- uh, states the most excellent, they use an adjective which scholars are not allowed to use, the most excellent <laughs> single work on the history of orthodoxy in America is the Silver Era. The story, how I got involved with it, is very fascinating, which I, which I want someone from Bernard Revel Graduate School to hear as well, Rabbi Rakoff.
0: Admiral, yeah, I, let me just introduce Rabbi Rakoff. I apologize. Rabbi Ari Rakoff, uh, a wonderful old friend, as many of you know, is here in our studio, Associate Dean of Institutional Advancement, both at the Israeli Graduate School and at the Revel Graduate School. Good morning. Rabbi Rockwolf. Good morning. Go ahead, Rabbi
1: When I did my research for my doctorate on Rabbi Revel, so I got to know Rabbi David Silva, the son of Reb right. And he was a Talmud of Rabbi Dr. Bernard Revel. And I don't have to tell you, if you knew Rabbi David Silva, he was a princely individual. His midot, his, his speech his whole decorum how he conducted himself.
0: Rabbi Eliezer Silver. Uh,
1: no, his son. Oh, his son, Rabbi David Silver. No, Re- Le- so we became We didn't very get to his
0: father yet. No, now no, we're still with the we, son. We became
1: okay. very close. Cuz gotcha. he I was doing research in right. Revel and this was a comment of Rabbi mm-hmm. Revel. Uh, in the early 70s he met me at the Kotel one rainy Friday night.
0: Cuz you're always at the Kotel on Friday night. For
1: for 45 years now, due to the aging process. I've walked back with you at the, least right. partially No, 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 for 45 <laughs> years, but now the knee specialist is, for the time being, has ruled out a 40- they your routine. 40, they absolutely. Have, have ruled out a 40-minute walk. But I do do with grandchildren, so I have uh, some compensation. <laughs> so, Reb Dovitz uh, says to me, look, I'd like to send you the silver archives, you know, photograph it, and do something on my father. And I tell him... Rabbi Silva. I'm speaking right. to Rabbi David Silva. Understood. But I always called him Rabbi because he was a lot older, and, uh, I'm, you know, there was a certain reverence. I said, Rabbi Silva, I have a doctorate. I don't need two doctorates. Go to Bernard Revel Graduate School and tell them you have the archives. And I would be happy to help mentor the person doing it because I had a lot of archival experience from my work on Rabbi Revel. So, um, David went to Bernard Revel Graduate School, and months went by. A year later, he comes back to me. There's no response, because the fellas at that time liked to do a doctorate on a manuscript. It's a lot easier right. than creating Yesh Mayaya. In other words, it's a lot easier to dress the bride than to create a bride. We'll put it that way. So... Uh, the late Ra a year later, I started my research and I went to work and uh, thank God, it's the, the product, uh, you know, stands for itself. My students gave me heart failure a few weeks, a few months ago in Gris Colel. They show me a printout from uh, eBay or from Webster, whatever. In their world, Rebbe, are you aware that here, mint copy unread a first edition of the Silver Era, $1,800. Oh, my God. And I said, this is... Outrageous. Rembrandt died bankrupt. Go and buy a Rembrandt today. $1,800 for the silver. was It was a 25-cent piece or a half dollar 40 years ago. You understand? $1,800. But then I announced in class, it's on the YU Torah, or, you know, if you hear the Shia, which I, I said, gentlemen, don't you dare buy silver or revel. Bezrat Hashem. There's a fourth edition new ah, in Panim right. coming out of both volumes, and that's what the Bernard Revel Graduate School is celebrating. I knew the
0: price of silver was going up. I didn't know it was that yeah, silver we oh were talking gosh, about. Boy, uh,
1: eighteen hundred. I still still chuckling.
0: Rabbi Rakefet is here. Uh, you know. You know. It's funny because. Um, uh, my My father, of course, knew rabbi Lezar silver of
1: course
0: and and there's and there are two stories his sense of humor was was legendary correct 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 i mean that 's something that everyone knew who knew him that there was a a sharp wit about him right. Right, And the two things I always think about, one is, of course, the and Canada, right? I mean, yeah. that's...
1: Well, that, that story I have to tell you. Knowing knowing the family, I can I can tell you it had to be true. Oh, sure. I think you are about had, to tell me it wasn't it had, true. No, <laughs> and it had to happen more than once. But we, uh, let me tell yes, the story. Yes, please. That's what I want you to. You're sure. taking... I, I don't know if... Uh, for, yeah, go uh,
0: ahead. We'll worry about Rabbi that. by
1: Rakoff even knows the story. <laughs> but Reb they used to tell me he'd get into a cab and go to the airport. When he'd reached the airport he'd look at the list of departures and he'd pick which city to go to because <laughs> they always had to of business in any city. So one time he's in a cab speeding to the airport, and the cab drivers hailed over for speeding. And the poor cab driver is telling the policeman, I have the chief rabbi in, in the United States. Right. The head and of and the he, union of Orthodox uh, rabbis uh, of the United and, States. And he pops out. He says, and Canada. Right. <laughs>
0: rabbi Silver yells, yeah. and Canada.
1: So, <laughs> so, that, that, one, that story is absolutely true. Now,
0: I want you to know something. It was funny because I was at an Aguda convention about 25 years ago, and I'm standing next to Rabbi Scherer. And one of his big Balabatam walks over to him. It was Thursday, the first day of the convention, and says, oh, Rabbi Sher, the head of that goodest show of America." And he goes ahead and says, "And Canada." So that line, because of the laser silver, stayed for generations. The other thing that my the other story that my father always told, and this one I would really love to know if it's true or not. You know the one about the racetrack. No. Apparently, yeah, that, this that, is that, how, that, this that, is that, how my father told it. Yeah. My father told that her blazer silver needed to. He he was raising money often, right? There, he raised a legendary amount of money for the yeshiva in Cincinnati or a shul in Cincinnati. Uh, he right? raised
1: a a, good, a rabbanim. Right. Uh, Vat right. Constantly it's, it's, looking
0: to, to support they, important causes. They
1: never paid him his salary. The check was given to his wife because walking home from Shul, he would give away the whole, wow. the, the whole salary.
0: So uh, my father would tell that Reblazer Silver needed to see his Big Balabatim. So where did he go? <laughs> he racetrack. went to the racetrack. That's where all the Big Balabatim <laughs> yeah. were. And he says, I'm Segal. You wouldn't believe the coven that they treat me with at the racetrack. So my father says, What do you mean? And he says, All of a sudden, the entire place stands up and they scream, They're off. Up. I walk in and they go, they're off. They're, they're, up. All up. they're that, off. they Is that great? Uh, so is it
1: possible that one's true? We don't know. <laughs> knowing <laughs> knowing, knowing Rebbe anything is possible. Do you know how we came to the dedication of Kavron Yeshiva and Givat Mordecai? Let me hear. All right. It's very simple. I, I, I was already living li, 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 living in Israel. eyewitness was the, the groundbreaking, right. I should say, the right. dedication. He was this, but This is around the mid-60s. Right. Her, I heard the story from eyewitnesses. He, uh, the uh, the LL plane lands in Lod, and he's late. He hires a helicopter, and in the middle of the delegation in Givat Mordechai, which was then, you know, not like today, not built up. It was one big pardes, one big orchard. Suddenly a helicopter lands, and out comes Reb Leizer and I have arrived. And that was that was <laughs> Reb I'll tell you one that I'm an ear witness to. I, I met him twice in my life. This was the I write about this in uh, I, I I write about it in the Silver Era, and I believe I write about it as well in From Washington to Washington. Do um, I, I, you recall the name Norman B. Abrams? Yeah, of course. Okay. Norman B. Abrams didn't grow up on a tree. He grew up in Lumjam. His father was the mashkiach of the Lomsh yeshiva, Ravraham Pachta. And later he changed his name from Pachta, people, Pacha, people laughed at it, so he became Abrams in honor of his father. Oh, yeah. So the Lomsh yeshiva in the mid-sixties had a fundraising dinner here, and they honored Mr. Abrams. Now to attract the maximal crowd, they had two speakers. Rabbi Emanuel Rackman and Reblazer Silva. You can understand it yeah. attracting RCA. Two giants. Uh, right. Well, the whole Reeds faculty was there. We all were given uh, tickets to show our support for, for Norman B. Abrams. I remember it was in the Broadway Central Hotel. and uh, Oh, no, no, it was in the Riverside Hotel. It was in Midtown, not, 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 not the East Side. It was more elegant. Rabbi Rackman gets up and he speaks. And now they introduce Rav Leza. And Rev gets up. If the son of my good friend Rabbi David Rachman, Rabbi Emanuel Rachman, right. can speak English, in English, well, in English. And Rev Lazar gets up and he gives a 22-minute pupil in English. But I will say, at the last two minutes, when he reached the crescendo, he broke out in Yiddish. He couldn't He couldn't say it in English. You saw what his native language was. For the last hurrah. But, right. but that was for places. English was uh, very good, I have to say.
0: Why yeah. do you think, and this is not a knock on our friends in the Midwest, but was Cincinnati, which today I don't think on the scheme of things is seen as one of the you know top Jewish communities in America, at that time was it different?
1: No, he, Reb uh Rebleza loved the challenge. She went from Harrisburg to Springfield to Cincinnati. Now, Cincinnati was bigger than either of those other two communities. It's in the Midwest. There was a lot of Shrita there at right. the time. There was sheikhtim. Right. There were balabatim. You had a nice community. I think what appealed to him was the chance to create Torah in the backyard of the reform movement. Ah. And, and that's the famous story with sure. the mikveh. When they had to build a mikveh in a new area, he goes right into the heart of the reform wealthy jews, and uh, they 're going crazy. they go to court you know i don 't have to tell right. you uh, when, when, when the regular when, uh, when right. Jews fight right. like an anti era fight today, right. and he brings in uh, the future Senator Taft to represent him in court No, no oh, the son, son of the of president. Of the president. Robert Taft, the G- right. the, who was later senator, Big Ohev Yisrael, <laughs> brings him in, gives him 10 reasons why they need a mikveh. And uh, this I have actually, the severe, but it's the, it shows, Ohave Have a Yisrael, it's sort of laser rights, men go to mikveh before Rosh Hashanah, right. before Yom Kippur, this, that, the other thing, the 10th reason women monthly, and the senator looks at it, the future senator, as I think the 10th reason is the most important, Shh. he hit the nail on the head. The minute the reformed Jews saw who <laughs> represented Replace the Silva, they dropped the lawsuit, they knew they were lost. Because
0: there, there is an encounter with him and President Tab. Yeah,
1: right? I, have, I write about that, too. Right. And you should know, uh, well, it was uh, many decades ago. So there's a review in Jewish, the late Jewish life. You recall, most Sir. people don't know what it's about, the, f- the precursor to Jewish action. Right. So the girl who did the review evidently didn't understand how scholarship works. And she criticizes me for not telling what they discussed in the White House. You follow? <laughs> and so I I I I don't know if I wrote to the editor. Or I spoke with him. I said, "Wow, you should tell that girl. If I could only know what they discussed, I'll it would have been published in capital letters." <laughs> but you know, you know what the meeting is. There was no protocol yeah. that that survived. But uh, he he was. My wife always says. Character par excellence.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Uh, character par excellence. Totally dedicated. It's, it's a generation. Uh, some of our chief rabbis today haven't learned the lesson. I don't want to elaborate. Where I'm coming from, the country I live in, I think you understand me. Yes. Uh, but he and Rabbi Revel, totally selfless totally selfless. When Reb Silva died, uh, uh, there's a story spreading that he had to borrow m- money to make his funeral. That's not correct. But his whole estate was like the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Remember when the Rebbe died, the whole estate was, uh, was one little house right. on, in, in Crown Heights that wasn't worth that much. And, and Reb was the same way. And Kala Kavold, what the man did. And, and remember, he became internationally famous he was not a Rosh Hashiva, didn't have students, right. but by dint of his personality, his dedication.
0: And also in that era, congregational rabbis had more of an opportunity for an international reputation, correct?
1: I quote the Rav, in one of my volumes on the Rav, uh, it would appear in tradition, but I, I quote it, and I've given lectures on it, it's a very in- insightful statement where the Rav is talking to Rabbi Beryl Rosenzweig, mm-hmm. It's the father sure. of... Michal, right. M- Rabbi Dr. Michael Rosenzweig had Yisrael right. and uh, he sh- and the Rub says to uh, Rabbi Rosenzweig Senior, to Beryl, he says, "Who were your heroes when you were growing up, and who were your son's heroes?" And without skipping a beat, the Rub says, "Your heroes were the big three. Who were the big three? Rabbis Goldstein, Luxtein and Young. Those the were the great big three. Rabbis, right. yeah. New York. Right. He says your sons' heroes, the Russian yeshiva. Right. Okay, so you're right. The, it's different. The, the sands have shifted.
0: Uh, you'll, you'll actually commemorate both releases of these two uh, published volumes, the uh, the Silver Era we just spoke about at length, and as you just said, Bernard Revel, builder of American Orthodoxy. They'll both be celebrated this coming Sunday at 11:30 in the morning up at Belfour Hall. Uh, on the 12th floor up at the uh, Yeshiva University campus, or by Ari Rockoff, is here. Or by Rockoff, what else can you tell us about this coming Sunday's event?
2: Uh, so it's just one uh, slight correction. Oh, First sorry. of all, it's, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you. Um, and just the, a slight correction the, sure. the program will begin actually at oh, in um okay. in Lamport Auditorium. Oh, was this moved? Um, no no, the, no there's, uh, there's a lecture there's a lecture oh, There's following. two things there's going two, on LNL a
0: lecture and a lunch So lunch. this yeah. is the second of two events yes. on Sunday Everyone, the first all happens at 9
2: can come and enjoy Understood. and we'll welcome them but they the, should come at 9:30 otherwise if they come at 11:30 they'll be And a sure enough
0: here it is uh the 9:30 in the morning at Zeisman Hall in Lamport Auditorium which is of course the main auditorium on the Schiffner University campus that begins at 9:30 Uh, I assume that Rabbi Rakeffin will be lecturing that morning, will deliver some words. He will be the keynote. He'll be the The keynote. Will there be other presenters that morning?
2: Um, Well, he'll be introduced by um, Dr. David Berger, President Richard Joel, and Rabbi Menachem Genach of the OU. Reverend, nice lineup. Who come to uh, (laughs) pay honor? Uh, The books are published as a as a partnership with the OU Press, correct, and Yeshiva University Press, and it's under the auspices of the Bernard Revel Graduate School, um, which was the doctorate, correct, Reverend Kafet. Reverend Kafet's doctorate from Revel came from that original book. And I'm
1: going to reveal something uh, Sunday morning that has blown my mind. And will blow the mind of everyone present with an IQ of over seventy-five.
0: And w- about which of these two personalities? Um,
1: we'll leave it the Sunday morning. Never reveal. My, will it be uh,
0: about one of these two personalities? It's
1: going to blow your mind about Rabbi Revel and your humble servant, Aaron Rakhefet.
0: You know what I think of whenever I think of Rabbi Revel, and I thought about this at four a.m. this morning. There's, there's one underlying theme that always comes to my mind in terms of Rabbi Revel, and I'll give you a hint. It has to do with Shani Hykend. She's from Tulsa.
1: Oh, you're talking about, well, Tulsa is not where it begins. He married a girl from Marietta, Ohio. He married Sarah Travis. Uh, let, 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 me, let me give you a drop of background sure. on this. Uh, does the name Rev Moshe Bick mean anything to you? Yeah, Borough Park. Originally the Bronx. He was the rub of the Bronx. He was a uh, graduate of TA of Reeds. He was a talmud of... He's
0: uh, a YU graduate?
1: Uh, well, well, what do you think? These guys grew up on trees? What's with you? Of course he's a YU graduate. He's a talmud of Mysha Soloveitchik. He's a talmud of Rabdov Revel. He uh, said he is, uh, came to America from Mezbitz. His father was, uh, was the Ashkenazic Rav, the Misnagdashir Rav in What What
0: other Torah giants would shock me that they're from Yeshiva University? Uh, uh, Rabbi Gifter was a YU yeah, graduate. Rabbi Gifter huh?
1: was an MTA graduate, too, of course. Uh, I, I can tell you that Sheik brothers... With spent t- Sheinberg? Sheinberg, They all spent time with the Rav in Boston when they organized the Kolo Rabbein Chaim Halevi in the late 30s. Uh, which continued until the Rav started giving shirim in New York. Rabbi Chil Feinstein, the Rav's, uh, it's a cousin, I You're believe. Right. Um, uh, it's its not a nephew, it's a cousin. Anyway, the Rav's cousin uh, t- took over the kollel, but it wasn't that much leech uh, at that point. So then he came to New York, where he taught under his uncle, Reb Meisha, at uh, at MTJ, and then later he went back to Israel to marry the Briska Rav's daughter. But he also had a very strong cashier with the Rav and what was a branch of what today is Yeshiva University. I
0: interrupted you about Rabbi Bick, yes, you were saying. Sir,
1: so Rabbi Bik Bick once told me with that twinkle in his eyes, if you knew Rabbi Meshav Bick, he had his eyes were glow. You see pictures of him. And it's exactly the way he looked. And with that twinkle, he tells me the, the first shiddich, you know, he spoke perfect English, the first shiddich made in America was my Rebbe, Rabbi Dov Revel, and Sarah Travis. And there, there the story is very fascinating. Rabbi Revel winds up in Philadelphia assisting Rabbi Leventhal. He stay, becomes the first doctorate, Ph.D. graduate of Dropsy College. But he has to find a wife. And there was a Rabbi Shimon Zivitz in Pittsburgh, also one of the heads of the Agudas Rabbanim, a big Talmud Chachem, and he, of course, knew Rabbi Leventhal. Through Rabbi Leventhal, he knew Rabbi Revel. Once in a while, every few months, he would go to Marietta, Ohio, where there was a very strong little Orthodox community, and he would meet with them to in their Shailis, to guide them, and he knew the Travis family, which was an old Chabad family with roots and Chabad, a family that related uh, going back years to Gedoli, Ashkenaz, etc., Yotzei Chalotzav Shorashi, I believe, Travis and he made the shidduch between Chaya uh Travis, who was all of 19 at the time, and the young Rabbi Revel. They got engaged, I believe it was Thanksgiving Day, 1908, and got married in June 1909. And out of that shidduch came a lot of good for Kal Yisrael, because the Travis family was in oil, When Revel gets his doctorate, he joins them in what you mentioned, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the petroleum business. They support him. Uh, For the first years at yeshiva, he took no salary whatsoever. Only after the family had big financial difficulties because Standard Oil became a monopoly and forced them out of the uh, heart of the business did he agree to take a salary from the yeshiva. But f- until the day of his death, the Travis family was contributed to wow. the support of the Revel family. And he's
0: the first president of Yeshiva University.
1: Uh, first Rosh Yeshiva and president. Right, yeah. first
0: Rosh Yeshiva and president. And, and dies in what year?
1: 1940, December 2nd. Kis, Bet Kislav, it's the same yard site for Rabbi Revel, Rabbi Aaron Kutler, and Rabbi Aaron Moshe Peleev. All three are Bet Kislav. Three great Gedolei Torah, Mechanchim. All three have the same Yerzai.
0: And for those of us who who consider uh, Yeshiva University to be a beloved institution and very meaningful in our lives, it, it would not be what today without Rabbi Revel? In other words, he, it, he it, did what? It, it, it wouldn't exist. It would it not would, exist uh, without him.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't exist. He he built the high school. He built the college. He built the Bernard Revel graduate school. He gave it the format of what later becomes known as Toru Mata. He also discovered uh, Rep. Shmuel Belkin, who comes to America right. a kid in, 19, uh, in 1928, the end of 28, uh, goes winds up in Canada at, at a uh, sister's home. Later he has a cousin who also uh, helps support him during those initial years. I mean, he came to America not even knowing English, penniless. And uh, he comes to the yeshiva, and Rabbi Revel is the one who encourages him to go on for advanced study, writes letters, gets him into Brown University. And
0: becomes the perfect successor for and,
1: him. And it's, it's, to a certain degree, it is a clone right. of Rabbi Revel. Both get a doctorate, both in Chachmat Yisrael, both in, a, Rabbi Revel was in the Koridic scholarship, he was in the Volonian scholarship, Rabbi Belkin. And you should know Rabbi Belkin began as a, as a rebbe in the yeshiva, and he was a most beloved rebbe. And he desperately tried to keep on teaching, even if he was elected president, becomes president in 44, uh, installed in 44. He continued giving shiur through 45. But as you know, 45 is the year yeshiva gets recognition. It becomes a, a yeshiva university, yeah. and the demands of the yeshiva, the budget... All that is happening, and he had to give up saying his shia. In yeah. my work on Washington, Washington to Washington, right. I quote a letter from Rabbi Belkin where he bemoans the fact he's no longer giving his shia. Right. I, I, I want to tell you in parentheses, it, played, it, it had a big impact on my own life because, you know, I've, I've taught Torah for 55 years. I've taught in Israel for 45 years. I can tell you over the years, there were many offers made to be, to be, you know, big position with money and fame and title and prestige. And I always turned it down on the spot. And uh, my, uh, my wife even got a, a calls. How can your husband say no to us without even telling us he's going to think about it? And my wife knew, you know, I always felt if I left... The desk, the chiddush, giving a sheer, being able to to develop, to be original. This is my life. I don't want to be like Rabbi Belkin, bemoaning the fact I no longer have a student who calls me Rebbe. Co- quoting Rabbi Belkin.
0: Understood. But if we look back at his contributions, absolutely. I mean, it's just astounding what right. he, what he, what it, it, it was. He, and this is not to minimize his successors, but it was he who really took it to the quote-unquote university level. Well, when you, uh, w-
1: when you talk in terms of Einstein College, right. he changed... And the
0: other graduate schools, and the campuses. Right. And, the,
1: and and education for women. Right. Central, Stern College. Correct. What the man did was revolutionary. And if you knew Reb Shmuel Belkin, you, you know, you would be shocked. He barely could speak... In every language, he came across as if there are marbles in his mouth.
0: And he was so beloved.
1: And and his dedication moved mountains. It's
0: America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web at jmnam.org. I I could do this for six hours with you, and uh, I apologize that we have to end at some point. But maybe, now that you've tried it out, now that you've, you've spent an early morning with me, maybe you'd reconsider, or consider, I should say, on a subsequent visit to the United States
1: well, to well, do this again. Uh, l- let me just explain. Uh, uh, Nahum Siegel has bothered me many times, and I look <laughs> at him, uh, you know, who needs the publicity? And number two, what hours? But uh, the reason I'm here is to help spread the name of Bernard Revel Graduate School and Be'ezrat Hashem, I hope to talk about it, not so much on Sunday, which will be more dedicated to Rabbi Revel, right. but on Wednesday I'm giving a, a, a more private talk, let's say, sponsored by Bernard Revel Graduate School, where I want to explain what Chachmat Yisrael is and how it fits in with traditional Talmud Torah and take the bull by the horn.
0: Uh, everyone's invited this Sunday, 9.30 in the morning, up at Lamport Auditorium on the Shiva uh, University campus. Uh, Information, you can uh, dial 212-960-5400, extension 6168. The Yashima University website has the info and the uh, reception we mentioned that will take place later in the day uh, on the 12th floor at Belfer Hall. Information about that as well, yu.edu slash revel. Dash Event to be fair, before we wrap up, Rabbi Ari Rockoff is here. He is the associate dean of institutional advancements at both Israeli Graduate School and Bernard Revel Graduate School. I know you forgive me because you see that we can go out for hours, Rabbi <laughs> Rakefet.
2: I was having a great time. I, 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 I'm eating popcorn. It's
0: great, but I'll give you a, an opportunity to remind everybody what's happening with the Bernard Revel Graduate School and the Revel Society, which has been founded.
2: Absolutely. I mean, in, in many ways, uh, all of these events and Rabbi Rekhevet. will forgive me for embarrassing him here, but <laughs> everyone um, understands that Rabbi Rekhevet um, embodies what our school is and represents. And you know, receiving uh, this um, you know this recognition is is well due to you for all you've done for the for the community and all your students. I mean, I, I got ten calls yesterday oh. from Jemina. People listening to the show heard he was coming and then, you know, went on Rabbi to send me a weekly
0: shear is downloaded hundreds and hundreds he, of times. Rabbi Rakeven
2: thousands Rakeven is of the lines. most popular Sheer in, uh, which might be one of the largest, if right. not the largest, in the world. Amazing. So, it's an honor to sit by his side. My name, Aaron Rothkoff, and Aaron <laughs> Rothkoff and Maybe I'll change my name. That will get me a couple more hits on my, uh, more fame my and my recognition. Blog. But, uh, no, it's a great honor to be back on your show, Nahum, and, um, we, uh, we look forward to a nice event, so people should come come out and visit us. We'll be we'll be there 9:30 in the morning on Sunday.
0: And I remind you, you have an open invitation. Uh, Revel events, the society, etc. Let us know what's going on, and certainly we'll talk more about it. Uh, Rabbi Rahefet, I uh, I can't thank you enough for being here today. Mazal Tov on the re-release. Kudos to the OU and Yeshiva University and everybody else. Grus... Grus um, uh, what's it officially called? The, Gros the Gris Institute. Gros Institute in Israel. Kudos to all of them for making sure that your amazing work is disseminated to the world.
1: It's been a pleasure to be here and to renew our relationship and to speak about your parents. Thank you. And to speak about your son who used to come into my shirum, used to sneak in from Torah Shraga That's right. to, 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 to the Kolel classroom. <laughs> and uh, he was built like a seagull, I have to say. <laughs> They're all tall. You gather his father was a wow <laughs> He
0: couldn't fool you. You knew but, who he was uh, when he walked bar in. Baruch
1: Hashem, Baruch <laughs> Hashem. <laughs>
0: uh, amazing. Mazal tov to Rabbi Rakefet. The, uh, the two works that are being re-released our Bernard Revel, builder of American Orthodoxy, and the silver era Rabbi Eliezer Silver and his generation, Rabbi Kefet, reminds you, you don't have to spend $1,800 on that book. You're allowed to pay regular price to enjoy that priceless work. Thank you. Will you be back in Israel for the Chag, for Yom Atzimot, or not?
1: No, You'll I'm be speaking here, here at, at Yeshiva. Nice. That has to be worked out. All right. We, we, we got
0: to get everyone to get to Israel, and then we'll be able to all celebrate there together. Thank uh, you. The thank you. Nine minutes after 8 o'clock, it's JM in the AM.